Blog Talk Radio.
for everything that you're doing in this season in our life, God. Father God, we just ask you to give us ears to hear. God, we just ask you to have your way in the service of tonight. Let your will be done, God. Let your word drop where they need to. Let them get planted into good ground, God. We just trust you that someone's going to hear what you need them to hear on tonight. Amen. In Jesus' name. Okay, so as I was saying, God had took me to some memories. And I've been through the last, what, four months now. Uh, well, almost four months. But as of July 18th, a Monday, 2022, um, my family, we suffered a tremendous loss of, of our sister. And I remember praying and crying to God and saying, God, I need you to help us right now. And I remember saying to the enemy of my soul, because you had the nerve to try to sneak in and kill my sister, I said, I'm going to fight you more than ever before. Now, don't get me wrong now. It's not that I had not been fighting them, but I'm going to put an effort more than ever before. So I remember saying, God, prepare me for the season I'm about to go through. Prepare me for whatever the enemy of my soul is trying to bring upon me and my family, God, that we have to get through this. We have to go through this, God. I'm going to look for a scripture while I'm talking to you all. God, just help me with what I need help with. And I said, God, I just need you right now because how many of us know that when you don't get a chance to say goodbye to a loved one that you lose um, suddenly, it really, really uh, takes you to a place where you uh, find yourself wondering. You find yourself hurting, you find yourself in a place where you're suddenly saying, well, I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. Lord, I wish I could have said goodbye. You know, <clears throat> you try to remember the last things you said to a person, the last things they said to you. But I thank God I had a chance to say to my sister, the last time we had talked, I love you. I thank God for that. And I thank God for knowing that she was a part of this ministry, that she looked forward to being uh, praying on Sunday. She looked forward to listening in on the ministry, and I just thank God for that. Um, when I said to the enemy, I'm going to come at you, at your kingdom, I'm going to do what i got to do. I remember uh, retiring from work on July 31st, 2022, and I felt like changes 
coming over me, and I was like, okay, I, I really was like, okay, grief and stress. For a lot of us, um, we know about grief and stress. Grief and stress is uh, a dangerous combination. Um, grief and stress is like an opioid. I, I'm, I'm gonna put it like that. Um, it's, it's, it's a dangerous combination together. And I remember just finding myself, you know, in a sad place, which we all know when you lose a loved one, you find yourself mourning. You know, we don't mourn like other people mourn because we know that God knows best. We know that God doesn't let anything happen. Um, just happen. He's not, the enemy has to have permission for anything and everything that goes on in life. That's why whenever you hear men and women of God minister, they always say, be ye also ready. Always be ready. Don't say, oh, I got to get myself together before I come to God. No. God gets you together. You don't get yourself together because you don't have that type of power, stress, or ability. So it, it, I had to go back, and I always mention this, and I always speak about this. The book of Jude, it's the last book in the Bible. I'm sorry, the, Jude is the last chapter before the last book of the Bible, excuse me, Revelation. Um, the fourth verse says, For there are certain men crept in unaware who were before the old order to the commandment, condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our Lord our God into Leviticusness. I can never say that word right. Leviticusness. Something. Y'all know what I'm trying to help me out. And denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. And the part that really grabbed me was where it says, for there are certain men crept in unaware. So we know that when the enemy of our soul comes, he brings spirits with him, he sends spirits with him, and they will creep in, and they will try to, uh, destroy. They would try to uh, break you down, and they would try to get you to speak against God. They would try to get get you to curse God. They would try to get you to blame God. But I remember Joe said, "I will wait on you." You know when he talked about everything he lost and things he went through with his health and everything. He said, I will wait on you. So um, when my sister was taken away from us in a bad hit-and-run accident, I began to weep, and I said, God, I need you more now than ever before. I need you to help me with my ways to you. I didn't say way. I said ways. We have many ways we can get to God. Our prayer life is a way. Our worship life is a way. Our praise life is a way. Our, 
time of study, our time of talking to God and communicating to God is a way. We have to get in all of our ways, it's all your ways that you acknowledge. In all our ways, we have to acknowledge, God, I need you in every way concerning me to concern the kingdom of God. And I had to get to a point, I said, Lord, allow me to decrease that you may increase. God, I don't want to be standing in your way because everything I do, I want to be able to say to God be the glory. Let God get the glory out of anything and everything that's going on in my life. I want to be able to say because God did it. Because it's God's way, not my way. So, well, September 1st, I started feeling really, really, really bad. And each day, it was a little worse than the day before. So, uh, September 5th, I was at the point I couldn't move from my waist down. And I had to have my family rush me to the hospital because I was in so much pain. I couldn't stand up. I need. I wanted them to help me get up. I couldn't sit down. Matter. I just couldn't walk. And uh, I ended up in the hospital for four days, five days, four nights, however, when I ended up in the hospital. And they ran all type of tests on me and CT scans, X-rays. Uh, they just blood tests. They just did everything and anything they could do. They couldn't find out what was wrong with me. They thought it was a sciatic nerve. They thought it was uh, constipation and gas. They thought, but no, nothing they tried, nothing they did, nothing was working. They were saying they don't know. They still telling me they don't know. But I said, okay. When I realized that the enemy was trying to attack me the way he was, I had to be able to stand on and go and stand on our foundation of Scripture, Matthew 6 and 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. When I began to just think about that Scripture more and more and more, and I started reading my word more and more and more, and I started making promises to God, yes, I started making promises to God because we know it's best to not to not make a, a vow or promise to God and not keep it. So what I said, when I make this promise to God, I'm going to have to keep it. I started noticing different people was trying to inbox me and text me and offer me this message and that message, and I constantly say, if it's not the doctrine you hear me speak on, you hear me talk about, you know I believe in, please don't bring it to me. They try to bring it anyway. And all I do is sit again in the attitude, I just smile and pray and say, no, thank you. Because, see, what I believe and what you believe may be the same, or what I believe and what you may believe may be different. But if I tell you, please don't bring it to me, don't. Because I have no problem with saying to you, no, thank you. And then uh, they'll even say, well, you're going to get to the end and find out it's not like that. Okay, well, I'll say the same thing. You'll get to the end and find out what you were saying wasn't like that. But I'm willing to take that chance. 
So with that being said, just know that when you find yourself in a place of being attacked, learn how to pray and talk to God first. Ask God what's going on. Wait for him to answer. If he don't give you an answer, just stay before him. Do like Job. Wait on him. Wait until your time, until your change has come. Wait on him. Hey, Miguel, thanks for joining in. I, I just want to say I thank God for today. Um, I can walk again, uh, not as fast as I was, but I thank God for the change that he's bringing in my life. He's giving me back the ability to stand up. Uh, this is Friday, so all this week I was able to do more than I have been able to do in about a month. Um, the last time I rode my motorcycle, was able to ride my motorcycle, was the day we laid my sister to rest, which was uh, July 30th. And that was the last time I was able to ride. And I said that to say to you all that when God put a calling on you, and you know there's a calling on you, you have to be able to go to God and say to him, God, what is it that you need me to get out of this? What is it that you need me to hear? What is it that you need me to see? What is it that you need me to receive? What is it, God, you're saying to me? Because a lot of times we can't hear God because of, the grief, because of the stress, because of the things that we're going through in life. We can't hear what God is saying to us because um, you got a lot of stuff rattling around. You know, old folks would say that. you over there making all that noise just rattling around. So when you find yourself in a situation where you can't hear God and then God puts you in a situation where you have to lay still, listen. So at this time that I've been laying still and had to get myself in a position where I want to hear from God, I had, God had me to read more and more. I try to read a book. I just say chapters. I try to read a book a day. And I was looking at what God was showing me in his word you know, the different stuff he was sharing with me. I told you, he made it personal. So you have to get in a place with the Lord that when he starts revealing things to you, he makes it personal. Some things is for you to share, okay, right away, I would say, and some things is for you to meditate on that God is sharing with you. So when you seek the kingdom of God, and it's righteousness, make sure you be honest with yourself to say, okay, God, I hear what you're saying, but God, still right here, I'm asking you, Lord, help my unbelief. Help me with understanding that I got to go this way instead of that way. I gotta do things like this instead of like this. What, what whatever way he's telling you to do, 
don't you try to do things the way you see somebody else doing it because it looks like it's um, easier that way or it looks like you, you're you operating under your mindset. I, I think that's a good stuff to say, your mindset. Make sure you get yourself in a place where God just saying, okay, Lord, I don't care if it's just one person on here looking. I'm going to do what you said do. Because whether they see it today, tomorrow, or a long time down the road, your word is still going to get across. Um, I'm just at a place I say, God, I thank you because in this season, uh, God shows you who you matter to. Mm-hmm. That's right, Minister Margo. We can ask the Father about everything. God shows you who you matter to. It ain't, it ain't so much who matters to you. God will have people call you. Like I said, cousin of mine called me long distance to say, I have been thinking about you all, and I said, let me call her and check on her. Now, I haven't seen this cousin since the service, and that was back in July. But God will put you on somebody's heart, and they will check on you. You will find out the ones that you really thought um, took time out. I'm not saying they don't, but God will show you exactly who is important. You put it like this, who you are important to, because they're not going to just call and pray for you. They'll check on you. And if they don't, you, you ask God. Minister Margaret disagrees. We could ask our Father God about anything and everything. Don't just sit back and say, well, somebody, especially if somebody knows you're sick. Hmm. See, that right there, that's the key, when they know you're sick. And they don't pick up the phone. Hmm. They don't shoot you a text. They don't inbox you. They don't check on you. It's okay to go to God and say, okay, God, why? God may tell you, I don't need nobody getting in touch with you right now but me. I don't need you hearing nothing from nobody but me. But when God knows that you need some encouragement, when God knows that you need to know that he will send somebody from over here that you're not even thinking about because you're always thinking about the ones on your right side to check on you, somebody that you didn't think uh, really would take time or have the time to check on you. God would send that that uh, person to you to check on you. You know, I, I it's so much with Matthew six and thirty three that you can get into because like you said, after you seek him with his righteousness, he said, All these things shall be added unto you. He had me speak on this um, I think August or September. No, before that. I said about June, around that time, May, June, about all these things. Healing. Restore, restore, uh, restore, being restored. Restoration. He will redeem you. God would have so much added unto you, all these things. When you know things aren't going right, when you know things aren't um, 
where they need to be, especially with your relationship with God. He said, be hot or cold, because if you look warm, he'll spew you out of his mouth. You have to have a relationship with God that not only do you hear God telling you be honest, you'll be honest with yourself. Minister Margo said, please forgive me for not calling and checking on you, my dear. Margo, you called to check on me every time you checked in on the ministry, every time you was a part of the ministry. You did check on me. You believe me when I tell you that. I thank God that you were always willing. I thank God that you was all and have been here for us. See, all the time people check it on you, it ain't because you're picking up the phone call. No, no, no. Just because you are being a part of the ministry, you, you, like tonight you're here. Just check it on me. Because you let me know you took the time out. Mm. And I love you. I love you for being not just my first cousin, but being my sister in Christ. I thank you for that. I love you. So don't even let the devil tell you you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Every time I hear you speak on Sunday or speak on the ministry, when you type in or whether you're on blog talk, you're checking on me. Hmm. Because I am a part of Smile 3E. You are a part of Smile 3E. Iron Sharpie Iron. That's checking, us checking on each other. So, the like I said earlier, let's go back to June 4th when the evil ones try to sneak in unaware. Uh-huh. See, you don't want nobody to uh, come out. I thank God she said something. I thank God he gave me a, a, the ability to speak back because they will sneak in unaware. Hey, Linda, thanks for joining in. You have to know that when you're going through something and you are – in a place, don't get me wrong, when, when I found myself not able to walk, not able to move around, not able to do for myself, I mean, I had to have someone help. I love you. Which I love you. You keep me in this. Yes, I will. Linda certainly practice. Yes. When, when I found out I, I needed somebody to help, you know, you, you used to cleaning yourself and doing for yourself. And you have to have somebody help you because you're so used to doing stuff by yourself. See, sometimes God has to teach us not just to have patience with others. God has to teach us how to have patience with ourselves. That it's okay to wait on others. It's okay to ask others to help you. You know, but I, pray before you do anything. Ask God who to ask to help you. Now, when I was sitting back, and, and I thank God for my sister, Apostle Elect, Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, we talk every day, if not three, four times a year, three, four times a day. We talk. You know, I know you all have a sister, brother, or a friend, or associate like that, a God sister, either your mother or your father, your uncle, auntie, somebody that you talk to on a regular basis. But... When I had to find myself in a situation, believe me when I tell you, God showed me how to keep quiet. We have to keep getting quiet before God at certain times. I told you earlier we had a stand in church that when I look at you and I see you, you look much, I see you in the future, um, and you look much better than you do right now. We have to get to the place to say, okay, God, Whatever's going on, 
the enemy have been trying to tie my words up lately, um, making me stutter again and, and have me um, where I can't hardly say certain words, ones I know, ones I don't know. He want to say, but I trust God. No matter what it looks like, y'all have heard me say that before, no matter what it sounds like, I trust God. That no matter what you say or what you think, if you didn't know, you're going to hear from me. I want to be saved. I'm going to ask God daily to save me. I'm going to ask God daily to keep me. When God puts someone on my heart and mind, I call and I tell them. Sometimes we have good conversations. Sometimes we have strong conversations. You know, I, I if God tells me to give a strong word or if he tells me, to call them and just uh, minister to them and let them know at this time, no matter what's going on, you need the Lord. Because, see, everybody goes through different seasons, and some seasons in their life, it's okay to tell them, get up, stop. You've been there too long. It's time. I, I don't even know what's going on. I ain't trying to find out what's going on. But I was praying and God put you on my heart and told me to tell you, get up, shake it off, time to move around. Because while you're doing this, everything else is still going. The, the earth didn't stop spending. People didn't stop moving. Things, plants didn't stop growing. But you put yourself at a hope. Get up. God has better things for you. And even in that place, Sometimes I will say, God, God is teaching me when I tell you to say something, say it just like I told you. Not your will, not your word. Not your way, not your why. I told you to say it, say it. I'm not saying you're going to say it in front of nobody. I'm not saying you're going to blast nobody out. I'm not saying you're going to put nobody's information out there. But when you know somebody is talking to you and they're talking to you out of love, if somebody is not speaking life and love over your life, into your life, and about your life, that's not a conversation you should be having with them. I, I thank God I have a dear friend that when my sister passed away, I had been thinking about this friend, and she showed up. And she said to me, I owe you an apology. And when she said that, that thing broke something off of me. Maybe you've never been hurt and you hurt a friend back because they hurt you or however. But when that person said it and they said it in front of a room full of people in the middle of a conversation and said, I owe you an apology, that broke something off of me because I knew then that God still loved me enough that he had somebody to say something like that. And you have to realize that when God starts moving in your life, it starts off with little things that you don't know is a big thing because you really don't know how much it bothered you or it carried you or you was really dwelling in that thing. But when that person says something to you or show you something and 
It brings you all back to a place where you can say, God, I thank you for even going through my past correcting it, where I can also correct some things because we all know that everything we do and everything we say, we're going to be held accountable. When you see God is doing some things in your life and he has to put you in a place to get you ready for the next place he's taking you, instead of just saying, God, I'm ready, ask God for instructions. Ask God for preparation. Ask God to help you so that you can get to the place because, see, a lot of times we want to minister, but we want to minister like somebody else. We want to sing, but we want to sing like somebody else. We want to say poetry and things like that like somebody else. We want to walk like somebody else, dress like somebody else, look like somebody else. But you've got to go to God and say, God, give me what you have for me. And I said that to say when I was sitting there, when it was hard for me to sit down, I was still doing my ministry. No, no, you know, people, oh, you strong? No, it's not I'm strong. I gave God my word. I said, Lord, I said yes. And he said, well, what if this happened, God? I said yes. What if that happened, God? I said yes. So when I got sick again and God had put in my heart uh, today, I began to tell God thank you because for the last, like I say, um, three, four years, I noticed something. And God has started preparing me to start noticing things around me. It seemed like every September the enemy has been attacking my body. That's the month of my parents' birthday. That's the month before my birthday. Now... I'm starting to see a pattern. We have to start looking at patterns of the enemy of our soul. And so that's one of the things that God had released in me during this season of loss. Not just the loss of my sister, but I'm trying to lose some stuff, some strongholds on me, y'all. Maybe I don't want to admit. I'm trying to lose some strongholds on me that I don't have the power to strip, but I know who do. I'm going. I went to God. I'm going to God, saying, "God, what is this? What do I need to get out of this?" And God has been sharing with me to don't be scared to let go. Don't hold on to it. Don't pick it up. Don't try to figure it out. Let go. I, like I said, I had to start realizing some things was happening every year at the same time. One year, my sister, we were supposed to go out to uh, another state to celebrate my birthday. And um got sick right before that. Had to cancel the trip. Thank God that all worked out with the cancellation fees and stuff like that. And uh, tried to go take care of some stuff. This uh, 
this month for my sister for uh, things that she had going on that she needed help with. Had to cancel my part of the helping going to help. But I thank God everybody else that was going was able to continue on. That's not my testimony, so I can't give the whole story on that. But to just say, when God puts you in a place that you need to sit back and talk to him, when when he puts you in a place where it's personal. See, it, some of us are quick to pray for others, but I tell you, you better learn how to pray to you, for yourself. You not only would pray with others for you, but see, when I'm not on the phone talking with my sister, <laughs> when I'm not on the ministry line listening to it uh, like this, talking to Minister Margo and, and others and my friend Linda Walker that's on here, when I'm not able to talk to them, I got to be able to talk to God and say, God, I don't have all the answers. But just like God ministered to me about other people, y'all better believe God ministered to me about myself. So when you're dealing with stress and you're dealing with grief and you're dealing with loss, you need to know who your Redeemer is. You need to know who your resource is. You need to know who your provider is. You need to know that Jesus is one place away. Prayer. Prayer. Learn how to pray. And the more you pray and the more you read his word and you get into his word, the more you seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things will be added unto you. Understanding, forgiveness. See, a lot of times we don't forgive ourselves, and we haven't forgiven others, and we have not forgiven situations that we have found ourselves in, maybe by self-reason or someone else put us in a place. But let go. Let go of some things that you know you've been holding on, and if you don't know, ask God what is it that you need to get out of this, what is it that you need to release, what is it that you need to let go, and just let God have his way. Because at the end of the day, my conversation ends with to God be the glory. Today I want God to get the glory out of my life. Today I want everything that come out of my mouth to give God the glory. We know that it's nothing we can do. We don't have the power. It's nothing we can do. We don't have that type of strength. It's nothing we can do because we don't have the way. Only through God is the way. So I'm going to pause right there and see if anybody on Facebook want to type something else in. Please share the service. Of anybody on blog talk have anything to say? Um, uh, the lines are open. You can have, you can say whatever you want to say right now. But make sure to God be the glory. The lines are open. If you have anything on blog talk you would like to say. Okay. Well, if no one has anything to say, again, I just want to say. Um, 
I thank God for this time in my life. I thank God for bringing my family to the place where we know we have each other. We can depend on one another. Um, We have stepped up. We have stepped out. We're coming together because every family has family situation. And people may say, oh, we don't go through that. Well, whether you do or not. Every family has a certain group of people in it. Every family have another group of people in it. Every family has family situations. And I thank God that during the time that we're going through grief, stress, and loss, that we was able to go to the Father, our Father, Lord. I thank God we was able to come together and go to him and say, we know who our resource is. We know who our deliverer is. We know who our redeemer is. We know who our maker is. We can begun to stand together in prayer. We begin to tell each other we love each other even the more. We begin to pray for each other even the more. We begin to pray for each other on purpose. See, a lot of times people don't realize you have to tell somebody you love them and you pray for them on purpose. Because when you tell someone you love them, I picked up the phone today and called my one of my nieces and said, I just called to tell you I love you. And she said, oh, A.T. I said, that's it, that's all, bye-bye. She said, oh. But she called me back later this evening and said, A.T., I really needed that. Sometimes people don't need a whole lot from you. They just need to hear you say, I love you, because you don't know what people are going through. You don't know what they're dealing with. You know, it's an old song that says, smiling faces shows no traces of the evil that lurks within. You don't know how broken people are. And sometimes we just need to pick up the phone and say, I love you. That's it. So I'm going to check with blog talk again if anybody has anything they would like to say. Uh, but make sure to God be the glory. The lines are open, blog talk. Amen. This is so yeah, I was thinking about a song um and a thing that people say and in the church and as people say it's kind of churchy. They say when I think on the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, Hallelujah. Thank God for saving me. But it amazes me because we said when we think on the goodness of Jesus. And when we're going through, a lot of times we're not thinking on the goodness of Jesus. And like you said, sometimes it's not because we don't want to, but sometimes there's so much static, so much going on around us, so much grief, so much pain, so much uh, of everything, something that's obscuring 
our ability to think on the goodness of Jesus. And that's why I love that God constantly reminds us when I said accept what God allows, it doesn't mean that when you are accepting it, it's during a good season. And that's why I love that saying when I think on the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me. My soul cries out, hallelujah, thank God for saving me because he knows what we need and he knows when we need it and he allows us to be human, which is something that many don't allow us to be. So let's allow each other to be human and pray for one another and encourage one another, not just on purpose, but with God's purpose and destiny. Um, Thank you for reminding us tonight of how important it is to admit and be transparent that sometimes things happen in our lives that we can't hear God because of all of the static and all of the things going around us that is part of us being human. So thank you. Thank you so much, Apostle Elect, for those words. I thank you for the encouragement to let me know that I did hear God to say it's okay. We have to let people know we are human. We have to let them know we are human. Is there anyone else on Blog Talk who would like to say something at this time? Okay, I thank you, Lord, for uh, the woman of God speaking on tonight that sent uh, confirmation. It's okay. You know, I, I don't care how big the title is in front of your name or behind your name. Everybody goes through a season in their life. Everybody goes through stress, pain, grief. Everybody goes through a time of uncertainty. I don't care how educated you are. Pain is pain. Whether you, what they call tier one, a curved tier. Pain is pain. And when some people grieve right away, and some people grieve a long time, and some people haven't even reached the level of grief. Minister Margo said, I pray we keep our hearts open to hear from our father. That's right. That's right, Minister Margo. I, I have a cousin that uh, go on Facebook a lot. I, I'm not going to mention her name because she didn't give me permission to do so. But she said to different family and friends, don't tell me how long I'm supposed to grieve. Hmm. You don't know somebody's heart. You don't know how somebody feels. But when that person decides that they're not going to turn their back on God, but that they're still grieving, leave them alone. Let them be human. Pray for them. P-R-A-Y. Not P-L-A-Y. Not P-R-E-Y, or don't just say it because it sounds good coming out your mouth, 
but you knew you weren't going to do it when you said it. Stop saying, I'm praying for you like it's a poem. Or it, it was just a, a something, you know, uh, it was like a rap. You just rap, I'll pray for you, I'll pray for you, and you don't mean it. You know, they use the word sister, and hey, sister, hey, brother, they use that so frequently. People, oh, I'm praying for you, and walk away. If you're going to pray for someone, when somebody asks you for prayer, begin to pray with them. They do it on Facebook. I try to type something in right there and there to let them know I ain't just said, but I mean it. When somebody is hurting, you ain't got to call them and, and you all trying to put a song together. Oh, I know what you're going through. No, you don't. No, you don't. I didn't hear people say, I know how you feel when you like. No, you don't. No, you don't. Every mother and daughter, mother and son, son and father, father and son, father and daughter, sister, brother, cousin, friends, however, family member, whatever, everybody don't have the same relationship. So stop telling the person you know how they feel. If anything just says, I feel the loss that you're feeling that because of the loved one, just say, I, I can feel the fact that you're sad because of your loss. You don't know how a person feels. You know, like with me and my sister Sheila, people, y'all, I know we, we've had discussions. What family members don't have discussions? Husbands and wives have discussions. Fathers and sons, mothers and sons, fathers and daughters, fathers and sons, sister, brother, cousin, friend, your neighbor and you, who don't have discussions? It's okay to be human, but like the Word of God says, sin lies at the door. Sin not. If you find yourself in a place that you can't be for someone, don't just mislead them. Don't just be there because you want some information to go tell it, to say, oh, I know what happened. No. Be for real when you're praying for someone. Because everything that goes around come around the world that you reap what you sow. So don't sow out no no empty prayers. Don't sow out no a uh, cup full of supposed to be love, but it's a cup full of nothing. You pouring out your cup ain't overflowing because it has a hole in the bottom. Ain't nothing being held in it. Stop playing like you really care about someone. Through Genesis of Revelation, the Word of God teaches us about love, and it teaches us the consequences. Hmm. Yeah. I just want to say to you all, thank you all for joining in on Facebook. Thank you all for joining in on Blog Talk, Smile3E, Iron Shopping Iron. I just want to say thank you all because it, it was kind of hard to just come out and share that a lot, when when you can't do for yourself and find yourself in a position you can't do for you, I shared that to say that God was allowing me to get before him because there was so much going on up here and so much going on in here. I couldn't hear. 
I couldn't receive what he was trying to give me because of the pain was overwhelming. The grief is overwhelming. The stress began to lock me down, lock me up, just lock me. And the enemy don't want us to, sh- to tell on him. The enemy don't, oh, you tell people, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm only human. I'm only human. I'm not a robot. I, my heart is all flush. I'm asking God for his heart. I don't have a heart of steel. I feel. I'm feeling. I thank God for allowing me to be in a place to say, let me let this go. Let me tell it because somebody else needs to know that grief, stress, pain, loss, it will overwhelm you. It will overtake you. It will cause your body to shut down. And no matter how you go, they couldn't give me no medicine to take because they don't know what it is. When they ask me about my pain, what level is your pain? Now, y'all going to think I'm crazy when I say it, but my pain level was 15. I mean, my legs is jerking. I'm jerking. I'm just net. When I was trying to do the ministry, I would be jerking and trying to move around, close my eyes because of pain. But the, the deal was, I said yes to God. I said, Good God, get a hold of this pain because it's not going to stop me from doing what I said. I've gotten to the point that I'm going to tell every time the enemy messes with me. Like, I already tell my father. I'm going to tell them. Now I'm telling on you. Because people need to know there is a way out. And that's through Jesus Christ. There is a way out. Our, our Lord and Savior has died for our sins. See, he took it all on. So if we stop playing like and we get before God for real, we're going to understand that God's promises are yeah and amen. He has not left us. He has not been on a break. He's still sitting on the throne, looking down at us. He sits high and looks low, and he will give us whatever we need. He knows what we need. He just wants us to ask. So, again, our foundational scripture, Matthew 6 to 33, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Thank you all for joining in on tonight. Um, Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will have our very own apostles like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, Minister Margot McCor, and Minister Brandon Kaiser will be bringing forth Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron. Let's Talk is the name of the service. Please tune in. Share the information. On Monday, this is the second Monday of the month of October, it will be our very own servant, Pastor Troy Thomas, at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our very own Pastor Servant Troy will be our minister for Tuesday. I'm sorry, the second Monday of the month. And next Friday is the second Friday of the month of October. Um, if the Lord is willing that the man of God should be available, which I'm sure he will be, Prophet Antoine Thomas will be our speaker 
We will be back on the air and Facebook at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Smile 3E, Blog Talk Radio, which is World Wide Web, I'm Shopping Iron, and we will be here looking for you all. Please share, 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 share. If you would like to plan into the ministry on tonight, my cash app is dollar sign, capital S. P-A-R-K-L-E 750. That's dollar sign, sparkle 750. We thank you so much for joining in. Good night, everybody.